0: Before this episode begins, just a quick reminder that we are not professionals in any way. The views, information or opinions expressed in this podcast are solely the views of the individuals involved and by no means represent absolute facts. Opinions expressed by the hosts and guests can change at any time. Hey guys, welcome to another episode on Let's Talk About It. We are your hosts, Jacob and Josh. And today's topic we are... Going to get straight into it. This is finding reality in religion. So in today's social landscape, we are continuing to see a decline and demonization of religion. What we would like to discuss is what religion has had to offer for the individual in the benefits of social and societal prosperity. Where is it we can find the benefits within religion that serves all people, whether religious or not, and help find the meaning behind the mysticism?
1: I mean, yeah, all we're really doing is just taking apart the dogma of religion the do or die and turning it into the do and do better yeah Is because the thing with the thing that gets a lot of people with religion is it's like you've got to dedicate your whole life to it and everything you do is serving the religion in some way shape or form Mm. and i think that's very overwhelming for a lot of people and it takes up aspects of people's lives they'd rather it not And especially if you're looking at religion off the bat in a not so great light, especially if, I mean, religion has done some not so great things in the past. It's also done a lot of good things, you know. It's a bit like everything else in life. It's done some great shit. It's done some really fucking terrible shit. But that's the thing. A lot of it's wrapped around this idea that it has to envelop your whole life and you need to be dedicated to it and you can't step out of it in any way, shape or form and then also you've got the whole mysticism behind the whole belief as well you know there was this jesus christ or allah or moses or jesus you've got you've got all these characters that are supposed to do all these supernatural things like and when you live in today's age and we have the science and the technologies we have we're like okay well did it though yeah yeah (laughs) and so people kind of get this this false image of that it's got no it has no purpose in our day and age because it's so outdated and consists of stories that we can't relate to in any way shape or form or can't be translated into a, anything useful or relatable to us and i personally think that's wrong yeah i agree so it's it's one of those things where all because part of it is shitty, or you're rep- at first glance, you think to yourself, it doesn't have anything useful for me in this day and age. Well, you got to think to yourself, if so many people in the past have been religious, it's got to have had something worth holding on to.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I remember, uh, I think it was the Gospels according to Satan, it was uh, the reader or the person that had wrote the book said that he came across um a muslim man and he was having a really good conversation about the indifferences of christianity and uh yeah that muslim religion uh, islam. islam islam sorry islam. yes islam <laughs> um so he, yeah he was having a conversation so the guy that uh, worshipped islam was saying that christianity is like great too and Islam was like grade five. And what Islam has to offer is far greater than what Christianity has to offer. And the Christian's argument towards that was, well, if you hadn't done grade two, you wouldn't have been able to do grade five. <laughs> okay. <fair> so point. <laughs> is grade two less important or is it just as important because in order to get to that next grade, you had to do grade two.
1: I mean, it's the whole idea that if you build a house on a shitty foundation, it's not going to last. Yeah, exactly. So, what's more important, the house you build on the foundation or the foundation the house is built on? Exactly. Yeah, so we can't just look at it as something of lesser than
0: what we are currently being offered because at some stage it was actually offering something more than what was being offered before offered before it so in what? terms of like living living by the senses or the, the the senses that we have is that if we continue to use our egos to push forward in society with uh i'm better than you if if you disagree i'm gonna fight you it's sort of brought this uh, equality to all people that we are not there we are not just the ego we are more than and if we wish to do more then we need to look at something that is greater than just the individual greater than all people that all people can also move towards as well so when christ was offering what came and he was offering these teachings he was giving them more Than what they were able to comprehend and that for them was something worth doing Mm. because it had some type of light within it and it gave them ultimate purpose in a time where things were considered to be unjust at that very moment so it brought power to the individual not just to people of riches but people of that were in poverty and that's why Christ went to the people that were in poverty because they had nothing And within his word, he was able to give them something. And and that to them was good. And for the individual to learn what Christ was saying and to look up to Christ as a figure worth striving to be like, it can almost give a person a complete meaning within their life.
1: Yeah. I mean, even talking about like the whole poor, rich and all that, but even if you look at just the pra- like actual practicing of religion, even say today, if you go to church or you go to a church service, it's not specifically for a set group or type of person. Yes, it's for religious people, but all sorts of people are religious. So you could sit in a church and there could be homeless people and millionaires. But they're all there for one reason. They all have one thing in common. They all believe in this one thing. It all brings them together. They have a community even though they're so far apart. And you've got to think to yourself, in what other situation would that happen? Yeah. I can't think of one. And so it's like even in today's day and age, I feel like this is probably why it was such a strong thing in the past. It brought people from all walks of life together to realize that we have the same for the most part we have the same struggles we have the same reasoning we're just in different walks of life and that shouldn't really pull us apart as much as it does in our day and age and so i think that's it's a strong thing to be able to bring everyone together and say hey you've all got something in common there's no need to fight let's work together to be better people and like this the whole thing with christ people are well christ christ can't be someone that existed okay let's christ doesn't actually have to have existed He doesn't have ever needed to walk on this earth. The idea of Christ, he was supposed to be the the most perfect man to walk on earth. And everyone, the whole thing is supposed to be more Christ-like. Well, if he was the most perfect person on earth, and we're talking like morally here. Is that a bad thing? No, I think it's something that is definitely worth striving for. I mean, okay, here's a situation for you. I thought about this the other day. What would be the difference when you're a kid, right? Some kids, they have a poster of a sports star on their wall. Say, for example, saying, I want to be like Mike. You have Michael Jordan on your wall. When you're a kid, you think to yourself, oh, I want to be like Mike. I'm going to train like him. I'm going I'm to be like him. I'm going to take his attitude. I'm just going to work really hard. What's the difference between that and looking at a statue of Jesus?
0: Mm.
1: You look at Jesus and you go, well, look, I need to be more morally upright. I need to look at myself i need to look into myself i need to be a better more morally right version of me i need to be more righteous and i look to jesus for that how is that any different to the kid looking at the poster of michael jordan yeah
0: and what you can look at you can say oh yeah, christ isn't real and we obviously know that michael jordan's real yeah. <laughs> but at the same time they both have something to offer to the individual and if you look up to let's just say michael jordan as you get older and become more like what habits he does more like mike yeah more like mike follow the habits and follow the thought patterns that he that he says and does then yeah
1: who you will become is something very close to i mean Michael. you never you never but the, th- the whole point is is you're never going to be mike just like yeah. no one is ever going to be jesus yeah and i don't care which motherfucker says they are jesus you're fucking nuts and so sit the fuck down
0: <laughs> especially when you don't even follow the laws that god puts forward i mean like that's the thing i mean like it's it's giving you christ and it's saying this is the most perfect man and you follow those types of things. And when you follow those types of things, you become more like. So Christ is actually, when it is being said in the Bible, is that it's you. Hmm. But for it to be you, you must be like him. So you can't just say, oh, that's what it means. I'm Christ. No, you need to follow in the footsteps that which he, what what would Jesus do? What would he do in the situation? It's just like, I mean like look at
1: Kanye. He's pretty he's pretty fucking nasty. <laughs> I mean, look, Kanye's Kanye's doing his own thing, I guess. But yeah. it's the it's the whole point of like, okay, if we were to look this is the whole point of taking the reality away from the mysticism. So I if I said Jesus to someone, someone could go, oh, this dude that's in the Bible that, you know, apparently did a whole bunch of shit. And But it it's not real. So like there's no point. But I'm like, okay. Jesus doesn't need to be real in order for the positives of his story or of who he was as a person to be real. So Jesus doesn't actually have needed to have been a person in order for his moral, his set of morals to be right. That doesn't matter. The point is Jesus is just the figure. It's the idea. And- because I used, to, I actually used to be really atheist. I was like, "There's no such fucking, there's no thing as God. Like, nothing exists. We die, we rot in the ground, and that's it. And all religion can go fuck itself because it's a bunch of hocus pocus bullshit." And
0: it's funny because I was almost like that
1: not yeah. long ago. <laughs> and but the thing is, is like, if you take the time to sit with ideas you don't agree with, and take time to analyze them, you start to find some some useful shit in them. Yeah, and that's the thing with this whole like, I for me, it was like, okay, well. What Obviously, religion does something for people because so many people- I think this is probably one of the first generations where there are less religious people than there are religious. I don't even know if that's true. There might still be more religious people, but I know it's probably on the biggest downcline it's been since forever. But it had to have been doing something right in order for all those people to have followed it. Yeah. And, you know, some people are really religious. Some people just believe in their religion but don't necessarily commit. But the point is, is that the lessons are still there to be learned. And if you take away the mysticism, there's actually some pretty fucking good lessons in there. Yeah. But it's you just don't get lost in the mysticism or if you want to get lost in the mysticism, sure. But don't get weirded out when other people don't. Yeah. So, I mean, for example, one of the biggest things with the whole Christ situation is the idea that he performed all these miracles. And they were all things that are, if in today's day and age, you would look at and go, no fucking way. Didn't happen. That's ridiculous. Shut up. Let's take away the mysticism for a second. What is, in, in all of these miracles, what is he actually doing? He's him, a person who is able, giving to someone who is unable. A lot of fucking times for a lot of his fucking life. That's just charity the dude was just a really fucking charitable bloke and a lot of people liked that about him (laughs) and they followed him for it. I mean, if you take away the mysticism of none of this being real, it's like it doesn't matter if any of it happened or not. The point is, is that he went out of his way to help all these people who couldn't help themselves and continued to do that time after time. It doesn't matter if it actually happened because the lesson is there. If you're able and someone else is not able... Make the effort to help them. Yeah. Help your fellow man, help your fellow woman, help your fellow child. If you're able and you can see someone's not doing the great, give them a helping hand. It doesn't need to be the ability to see or, you know, something grand like that. Just simply asking, you know, hey, are you all right? Do Do you need some help? Or anything like that. I think everyone could benefit from that. Yeah. And that's another lesson that gets wrapped up in this mystical package and get shipped off and then everyone's like no not buying it it's a complete waste of time don't want to hear about it it's like well, hang on let's just unwrap the package a little bit let's, let's see what's on the inside yeah
0: i mean like we can we can look at mother Teresa. mother Teresa was a very it wasn't that long ago and uh, i've i have uh i can't remember what what the book's called i, I think it's follow my light and it's a autobiography about mother Teresa. And it starts off from the beginning of her being in the church and uh, ends up having this vision with Christ in it that that calls her to India. So it took her a while to actually get to India because she had to convince the church itself. But when she did go to India, what she had done for those people was far beyond what anyone by themselves has, has ever done in a good term. I mean, like one person can do a lot of bad yeah. shit and we know this, but because mother Teresa was acting in the best interests of Christ, everyone that was in poverty benefited from it. Yeah. And what is so bad about that? And she gave herself wholly to Christ. Everything about her was Christ. Anyone that was living, around living with her or knew of her knew that everything was about christ yeah so when she was going out helping people people would be would say she is on a whole new level it felt like you were with something great something big and all she was doing was just following what she thought to be the right thing and that was to follow in christ everyone benefited So, I mean, like if let's just say the person that was living in poverty at the time had came across Mother Teresa and she did her, what can be considered miracles or her charity to the individual, it's going to feel like a miracle. It's just, I was living in utter filth, starving, dehydrated, didn't have the things or the necessities to get by. Yeah. And she came like a miracle but it was in our best interest to do the charity work. Yeah. So, I mean, like, you look at what it says in the Bible, and I don't know the actual name of the person that was on the boat but saw Christ walking on water. When he called out to Christ, or they were first crying because they thought it was some demon, (laughs) but he said, never mind, it's just me. Um, Then the person that was calling out to Christ says, if it is Christ allow me to walk on water as well or come to you and he says come and he begins to walk on water but as the wind blows he starts to fear and it begins to sink and christ takes his hand just before he sinks and he says oh ye boy have little faith and when his faith is restored in christ he's able to resurface from the water so when if we look at that is that He's walking on a situ- He's doing the impossible. But as soon as something happens, he sinks and he loses his faith on what- in what he is doing in following Christ. So, I mean, like, if we look at a situation where, let's just say, we began to do something in this in current society, like make a business, we never thought we could do that. And as soon as it gets a little tough, we begin to freak out and we, be- we begin to sink. If we were to cling on, what it is that we're doing and continue to follow that maybe just maybe it might work out we might be able to stop sinking in it but at the moment we begin to lose faith in whatever it is that we're doing and begin to fear and think the worst of things things are going to start going a little bit downhill from there
1: and that's it if you hear because that's nothing you hear the story of walking on water Well, no fucking way. Well, well, hang on. Let's just unwrap the package a little bit and let's find- And I think that's what a lot of people who do follow religion is I think they are able to do that. They don't necessarily actually have to believe in the deities that's in front of them. I mean, yes, within the religion, it does tell you that there is only one God and I am God and you must, you know, follow me and not use my name in vain and stuff like that. And cool, if you want to go for that, sure. But I think for me personally, it was like- because I think atheism is a bit of a... It's a bit of the go-to these days. Like, you kind of just... I'm an atheist and that's it. And I do not actually realize it, but atheism isn't not believing it's a, there's God. It's like being anti-religious. And I actually don't think anyone should be wholly anti-religious at all. That's just my personal opinion, you know. Mm. Don't, don't shoot me for yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, like... I don't think
0: it's good for someone to hold themselves completely accountable to an idea, unless they do something in the act of holding themselves accountable to the idea. Then hold accountability, just yeah. in case it is bad. It's yeah. just like if you shot someone out of atheism and say it wasn't out of
1: atheism, it's just like we well, did do it out of atheism. Yeah, it's you kind of you kind of starting to sound like Hitler there. So, <laughs> oh, and then also touching on the whole God thing. Okay, God is supposed to be this almighty being who created us in his own image and he is supposed to be able to watch us look down upon us see us at all times and we're judged by god only god can judge us now if you were to take religion seriously at face value meaning that there is quite literally someone watching you at all times ask yourself this do you act better when you know you're being watched, or when you know you're not being watched? <laughs> yeah, you would want to act. Sorry, in the if best you way. know, if you know that there is a, this big old dude who's judging everything you do, and at the end of your life, you are going to be held accountable for those actions, whether you go to hell or heaven, whether you burn forever, or go to what would be considered a utopia. You would act like the most virtuous moral person to exist because you would believe that you are being held responsible for every act. And I don't necessarily... I mean, yes, you could take it to the extreme and say, well, wouldn't that just cause someone to become paranoid? It's like, well, yes, maybe. But then there's also the idea that you can be forgiven for sin. But I think over time it'd make you act better and better and better. And be- if you're being held, if the whole idea is that you're held accountable for your actions, compared to someone who has no religion, who is never held accountable for shit. I mean, we all know people who think they can get away with everything and not, not face the consequences. They're usually little shits. Mm. Whereas if your religion is based off the idea that you get away, you don't get away with anything. Therefore, you need to better yourself. If you actually, if you don't want to burn forever. Bro, I'd start being the best person I ever fucking have ever been in my entire- any Better than I could have ever imagined. Why? Yeah. Because I don't want to burn. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And like, it's this whole idea that if someone's always watching you, of course, you're going to be a better person. You're not going to be a better person for yourself. You're going to be a better person for them. But in turn, you end up becoming a better person for yourself. And it no longer becomes you having to try to be a better person because you just will be a better person. Yeah, and will
0: no longer be something to be paranoid over. It's just something that you
1: are eventually. And it'd be something to be thankful for. And if you thought about it, everyone in your community was all doing this at the same time, it probably would be a pretty good community. I'm not going to lie. Absolutely. I mean, we can look at the current
0: state in someone's uh, path, you could say. And go, yeah, it's not quite that good, and it's probably the manifestations of what has happened around them to be acting in accordance to what they can seem, uh, what they can think to be the just thing at that time. So whatever you think to be the best thing within that time is everything that has happened prior to get to this point. So if you have this knowledge the things that the Bible is putting forward um, and you were able to act better knowing that people only judge because deep down they judge themselves or they're trying to survive, so to say. Then it makes you less paranoid at the fact of people's actions. Mm-hmm. It makes you more compassionate and that knowledge is something worth having Yeah. in a society that, let's just say isn't doing too good with its own ignorance. So if we look at the atheist, for example, we look at, they look at the science. They take the science and go, well, that can't be there if this is here. And I've, now I haven't had time to digest what this uh, book that I'm currently listening to. It's about the teachings of Meister Eckhart. And it goes on that to say if you are aware of a tree, but unaware of the tree, you would like what, unaware of what the tree is or how it has come to be, then you would probably put it to as it's a mystery. It's only God knows. But the more you investigate into the tree, and let's just say if it is a part, that thing that which is God then you find out everything that has to be about that tree, then you might know that part of God, so so to say. So if you are able to become more aware of the things that are surrounding you and put it to something greater than just science itself, as something beautiful, because we can look at a tree and go, that is a beautiful tree, even if we know that it's just a manifestation. We can still look at it with it's actual beauty but the thing is is that if we also look at if we just look at it from the sides and see how that the world is because of just a bunch of accidents have ha- that have happened to manifest on itself then it doesn't make you any less of a Human because out of that your ego will only build up on its concepts and only will that find it's The ego will probably try to find its foothold and where it can actually gain some type of a Social height So it's not exactly a thing that you would want to be carrying around as a as a person knowing thinking that you know everything and then going to other people and saying, no, 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 you're wrong. You're not, you're not going to be a very liked person. But, but that's a part of you now. You take your thoughts so seriously. <laughs> now, if you are what the religion is saying.
1: Well, I, just, I just want to add in quickly. That's the difference between an ideology, like religions, and an ideology. An ideology is the whole idea that you know the answer to everything. Not even religions say they know the answer to everything even religions sometimes go hey we don't fucking know yeah it just is what it is yeah whereas you've got the ideology that says no i know i know everything and i'm right and you're wrong and that's how it is for every single thing to ever exist so uh, get used to it
0: yeah see like within that see if you've got the religion which is saying that everything is god and you are under god then you are not more than what you would know but if you think that you know everything, and that makes everything, let's just say what atheism atheism puts forward as worthless, then we look at we're looking at two different egos. One that looks at things to be the manifestation of God, and if we find out the truth behind those things, we can be brought closer to God or understand God, but still be hum- humble to it because we are still less than God. Yeah. But if we're looking at it from the perspective of science has this to offer I understand that and that is pretty much just a manifestation of nothingness then what type of thing are you bringing on for yourself if you just look at your own life and go it's just a manifestation of nothing well you can say that but when the ego steps in to build some concepts on it you're probably going to turn into a fucking asshole
1: are you going to are you going to turn into anything
0: Well, that's the thing. It has to turn into something because at the end of the day, we still have to survive. We still look at a social setting and go, where can we find some type of foothold? Because we're still living and it's in our best interest, whether we know it or not, to survive. And if survival is within a social setting then yes, it would probably be in your best interest to take whatever you know to be or consider to be the best thing that you do know as some type of social foothold. Hmm. Do you get where I'm coming from? If it, But if it like takes in your whole thoughts and if yeah. it's becoming part of what you well, think about...
1: It's the whole idea that you... You should possess your thoughts. Your thoughts shouldn't possess you. So it's like the idea that you have yourself who is a solid grounding and then you look into ideas and pull them apart and see the lessons that can be learnt within them instead of an idea going in you, tearing you apart and then you becoming the idea.
0: Hmm.
1: It's It's why a lot of people get super uppity when you say well i don't i don't believe or i don't agree with your idea it's because in their minds you're not disagreeing with the idea you're disagreeing with them Mm. as a person and it's like well no it's like the same thing with as like like i said i used to be like super atheist i was when I, i went to a christian school for like two years and when i was there my whole thing like i used to thought i used to think it was hilarious that in christian studies i'd be like well god that doesn't exist what's the point haha ha. whereas now i'm like i was a fucking idiot mm. like i was so caught up in the idea of busting the lie of an existence of a god that i never actually looked at the fact that there was much to be learned from god whether or not or much to be learned from the religion in general whether or not it was real it didn't matter at the end of the day it just didn't matter the lessons were still there
0: and there was still something to learn from. and there
1: was still something to learn yeah. so it was stupid of me and this is the thing this was why i'm like you've got to for some people you have got to take mysticism away from the reality and find the reality within the mysticism because some people will throw the entire book in the bin because the front page says holy bible yeah and I did the same thing. I was like, fuck this. I'm the- What's the point? Like, this isn't shit from fucking ages ago. Get it out of here. It's outdated. Has nothing to do with my current life. And it's all based on a myth.
0: And you probably would have be- began to build this nihilistic view of
1: everything as well. Oh, yeah. You? It was like, well, if it, it, it's science. Just yeah. science. And
0: but- that's what I was trying to discuss. I wasn't trying to put all atheists in the fucking garbage. But what I'm trying to put forward is that if you continue to go down that path, you will not only call yourself an atheist but you also develop a very nihilistic view of life. Yeah. So, well, it was like I'm just putting that forward. I'm not trying to put all people in the <laughs> fucking aside. I'm not trying to make religion seem like this deity that we all need to worship. I'm just saying that there is truth within it. And even though that we can look at things as c- complete nothingness, it's still probably within our best interest to find something worth Something that brings some type of worthy within it.
1: Yeah. I'm And I think that goes with a lot of ideas. Like or even so, it's funny because when I think about it now, I'm like, if I really thought about it, the Bible's kind of just a self help book in certain aspects of it. Because um it teaches this was it was reading this book or listening to it. It was Religion for Atheists. And in it it was like the schools, the universities, or that teaches you how to make a living or acquires you with the skills in order to pursue a career that will make you a living. Whereas the purpose of religion was to teach you how to live because we can go to school, we can go to all these things and they don't teach you how to be a person. They teach you how to build your capital as a person but they don't teach you the moral standards that you should have, where you should strive to where you should go when you have certain problems who you should look up to, what you should do how you should develop meaning in your life.
0: Yeah, it's more or less for the parent to make that. Yeah, it's up to the parent
1: and if your parent has grown up in the school system and only the school system well then they're not going to be any better off than that child was but then that's also another thing with religion as well it's like these days everybody's striving for perfection the closer you can get to perfection the better like we reward perfection but the whole idea was in religion it was like no one's perfect the only perfect person was jesus and the whole idea is no one can be jesus you can't be perfect that's not gonna happen so stop thinking that your only need in life is to Become Jesus. Just be more like Jesus. Do better for yourself. You're not going to be perfect and that's okay. It's a part of life. It's a part of living. You're not going to be perfect and that's, that's okay. Like a lot of people, especially with social media and shit, I mean, all you're seeing is perfection and most of it isn't real. But it doesn't matter that it's not real because you're looking at it and comparing yourself to it anyway. So yeah,
0: you're still judging, it, judging that and
1: yourself at yeah, the same time. Exactly. So then you're like, oh, well, fuck! I'm not perfect, and these people are. And it's like, well, in reality, they're not perfect either. Yeah. But it's the whole idea that we can all come together with our imperfection, and like, and this was he was talking about. We could all come together with our imperfections and look to something greater than all of us, and be like. This is the direction we want to head in. We want to be better people. And the thing is, like, it didn't matter what you looked like. It was your morals. Your morals was the thing that mattered. It's what you were, what you thought, not how you looked. And yet, religion kind of makes it less materialistic. It was more about the content within you. I mean, the whole idea, like, in Christianity, if you had riches, a rich man would have a harder time getting into heaven, Than a poor man ever would. And it was kind of like, so if you were rich, to be charitable was not only good for the poor man, but it was good for you to be able to get into heaven. It was kind of like, it was almost like, it wasn't tax, but it was kind of like heaven tax. (laughs) It was like, bro, if you want to get into heaven, you kind of need to give away some of their shit. Yeah. I think also
0: if you look at like... If you can look at like Christ as something to be considered of the thing that you strive to be, and if you have more than what you actually need, then it probably would be at the back of your mind that you do see people that have less than you. You do have more than what you need, and you could actually do something with that. It may or may not be at the back of your mind, but it also might be a thought that occurs. I've got a little extra. This person has nothing let's let's make our not only ourselves feel better but the thing that within the the person that isn't doing so great if we look at like what is being said within the bible is that god is everything you are god you're perfecting yourself out to what god has said to be the right thing so if you're looking at god from the perspective of poverty and yourself as god from the perspective of riches. Then wouldn't it be in the best interest to take that part of God to an, to the next part of God, so that way you do not have to see God suffer? Mm. And that's and that's all that's trying to be said is that, and and pretty much what Christ looks at the world is everything to be God, and he sees the pov the poverty within the cities and uh, the hunger, and he feeds them, he gives them life worth living. If he saw everything to be as good, god itself then it wouldn't have been it would have been in his best interest to try and lift god out of that position he wouldn't want to see god from that perspective he would want god to have life have something worth living for
1: that ain't so bad and the thing is i can completely demystify that entire story by turning the word god into you yeah if you saw someone else and you saw them to be a person just like you and you knew if that was a part of you or if you were in that situation you would consider it a miracle for someone to come help you yeah and so if someone does come help you they rise you while they also feel good about doing it why because they know if they if you were them or if they were you they would appreciate the same thing mm. and they've done something good yeah and so and the thing is you could look is again you could throw the whole thing out because of the word god as soon as some people hear the word god they throw a book out jordan one of jordan Peterson, peterson's book was kind of like that some people would read it and as soon as he started mentioning god it was like yeah get rid of that and it's like if you can just change the word god with something else it completely demystifies the entire thing and it makes sense yeah and you might actually find
0: something that you don't know into your life where it could actually serve hmm. some type of
1: meaning and th- so and also with the whole religious thing it's like people follow religion religiously yeah they follow it religiously if your whole entire life is set around these set of ideas you're going to pursue it so much harder than anyone else who re- As, this was another thing it's like some people most people read a book once and that's it you probably read say for example it's some sort of informational book about a certain topic you read it you'll keep certain parts of that information and you'll forget others. Hmm. You might forget some really good p- pieces. They're going to c- going to come in handy later on down your life, but you only read the book once, so you forget about it. Whereas with the Bible, if you're specified by the Bible to read certain parts of the Bible on certain days, certain times a week, you're gonna, you're not going to forget those things. I feel like there was one thing that religion did take into account is the fact that we forget. And so the Bible... You read certain parts multiple times and you remember those parts and then they can come in handy later down the road. Any of the things that it tells you to do in the Bible, unlike that book that told you to go sort your shit out. You read it once and thought, you know what? Yeah, I should sort my shit out. You read it once and that was it. Two weeks later, you forget you forget about sorting your shit out and you're back to where you were before you read the book. You, have the, you might have the information in your head maybe still or you might have forgotten about it but you haven't taken action on it. Why? Because there's nothing compelling you to. Whereas with a religion, if it's your life and the book tells you to do something and you will be judged if you do not, you are going to do it. You have a meaning to do it. You have a purpose to do it. And you won't just read that section once. You'll read it over and over again. Why? Because the Bible tells you to, or whatever it is tells you to, and then it'll get stuck. And it won't be that you'll forget it. You'll remember it so much that whenever a situation comes along in life where a certain aspect of that could come in handy, and I'm not talking about the mysticism. I'm talking about the actual lessons to be learned within the reality. Then you're going to implement it. Mm. It's just going. It, it'll just be something that you just do because you do it religiously.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, if you, if you were to base your... Let's just say, for example, if you have this goal and your goal is to get, like, a nice, a really nice car but it's super fucking expensive. So if you were to build up on, if you were to look at that idea of you owning that car, for example, or a house, then you would go, okay, well, what needs to be done to get there? I need to draw some type of map. So let's just say you don't have a job. You still live with your parents and blah, 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 blah so you start off by going okay i need a job i need something that pays decent it's just like well actually i've got no experience okay well maybe i should start at the bottom so you start working at like a fast food joint and stuff you gain enough experience to end up in another job that pays a little bit more gain enough experience go to another job that's pretty much what i've done from what i used to make when i first started work to what i make now is a new is a different fucking story yeah so if you were to continuously build up your experience on the concept of trying to get to where it is that you want to be, then you would act in your best interest to get to, that, to get to that position. So if you get to the job that pays good and it's just like, okay, well, I want this good car. Maybe I need a house for me to store it in. I don't want to keep it at my parents. So, you, you know, you save, you save, you do what is necessary to get to the house You've got the house, and it's like, okay, let's just keep keep bringing all that money in and stuff. You get the car, and it's just like, not only have you got the car, you've also got the house. You've got all this experience, and now you can do just as much as what you could before than what you could do now. Yeah, and the thing
1: is, whenever a situation comes in the future, yeah, I mean, you're gonna not only have you got the material to show for it, but you're gonna be a better person for it. You're gonna have that mentality, that mindset. And then whenever in any other section of life, something comes around that that could be useful in, it's going to be right there, ready to go. You're going to remember it. Why? Because you've spent your entire life dedicated to this way of life or this goal that you're striving for. But then if you were to say that goal was Jesus and the experience I needed was in the Bible... Well, then people would go, <laughs> it's fucking bullshit. It's, mm. Throw it, throw it, get rid of it. It's not going to help anyone. Whereas when you change it into reality or something that has nothing to do with religion whatsoever, people are like, yeah, no, I could see that. It's like, well, hang on. If you were to just unwrap this package over here a little bit, you'd see the exact same story. So, I, it's it's you shouldn't throw it out because of that. Yeah. You don't throw out your Christmas gift because it was wrapped in some shitty looking wrapping paper.
0: <laughs> it might be pretty pretty it might be pretty good in there. Yeah, it might be some
1: good shit in there. But you don't know if you throw the present out before you open it. Yeah. So, yeah, I th- it just involves more investigation. I,
0: it's not like you learning about these things is going to waste your time. It may But there might also be something in it. I mean, like, I've listened to a few books that have just made me go that was shit. Yeah, but it's a side. Like at the same time, there was one or two things that I could grab, that I did grab from it, and it's just like you know what that made it, that made it a little bit worth it. Yeah. So you know, even if you look at uh, the Bible and go, it's just mystic bullshit, then it's just like, well, did, was there anything that you could grab from it, or was there something that was confusing you, or that something that rang the bell that made you go, huh? But also, I just want to point, I
1: want to point out what you said. That you said this is mystic bullshit. Well, yes, if you focus on just the mysticism, it is kind of bullshit, yeah, but if you take the mysticism and find the reality within the mysticism, there's some nuggets of gold in there, yeah, if you dig through, if you dig through it a little bit,
0: yeah, exactly, and when people talk about the the idea of religion and say how there's there's things in it that have had bad things, like stoning of people and uh slavery and shit you know we look at it from a time i don't know probably a thousand years or two thousand years ago when those things would have been considered more acceptable than what no. we would Honest, i mean like we wouldn't drag anyone out into the streets now and start stoning him it's just it's just not right but at that time it probably was the most right thing to do yeah it was just the way of life so when it says in there that it when 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 the law is set that if people don't, if people actually break the rules, then it gives them the authority to do the stoning. But it's just like if the rules weren't there, and they were just following the idea of you did this, you deserve to be stoned. But it's not actually anything to be justified over someone's losing of their life. Yeah. Then a lot of people w- were just dying under the under the idea of. I don't know, I just don't like him. I'm yeah. just going to make some bullshit up. And it, it says it in there that if anyone, anyone that lies about it will be punished for it. Yeah. So, I mean, like it just helped people look at it from the best interest of doing the right thing and not trying to hurt anybody under the sake of, I'm just really upset by this person. And, you know, the, slave, the slavery thing is just like, if people looked at the Bible and saw that people should be treating their slaves a bit better, then, you know, even though the person was that was under the master and being a slave probably thought, you know what, I'm, I'm living a little bit better since he's read this book because it's yeah. in his best interest to yeah. treat everyone just as good. So, I mean, like, it's not that it, it not only offered some bad things, what we consider to be bad today. Yeah but it made it a little bit more easier.
1: Yeah. I think, yeah, it's, I think it's with that. And this is the thing, like with religion, I think, yeah, people throw it out for the mysticism. People throw it out for the terrible shit that's happened in the past on, I mean, almost every religion had some shit, shitty shit. It's done. Yeah. And yeah, a hundred percent. That's not great. You shouldn't look up to that whatsoever. Um, and if you do, I mean you're a piece of shit but that's just a personal opinion of mine but that doesn't mean that there isn't nuggets of gold in the dog shit yeah, yeah. <laughs> you might just find some good stuff in the shit yeah and i don't think you should and it's like reading a bible isn't gonna you know cause you to murder someone yeah it's not like it comes with a great cost but it could give you some some good new ideas um and that was the thing with religion religion set out like places you could go when you had certain problems um and not just like physical problems but in terms of like it looked after uh, the thing with religion it focused on the fact that we don't just live off of material we need something else as well for us i think that's
0: when uh Christ says, man could not only just live off bread. Yeah, exactly. He was offering other
1: things. And I, what was it? When I can't remember who who the quote was from. It was like, oh, we've God is dead. We've killed. We've killed God. Nature. Nature. And the thing that was <laughs> after that it was like, God. Man is destined to either become extremely. Uh, is just destined to basically spiral into nihilism because there is now no greater purpose. And it was like. At what cost have – it was was okay, yes, it was good to kill God, I guess, in some ways, but it was also a fucking nightmare in others because you've taken away this meaning that united everybody or communities of people and brought them together from all classes and then you've kind of thrown this thing out the window and you expect people to just be like, oh, okay, yeah, sure, yeah, I'm all good. Yeah, well, and I mean, because not only have you thrown out the idea of God, you also then throw out all the institutions and the networks that are connected to that. That's a massive change. Mm. You can't just expect to do that and everything be a okay. That's it's just not going to work that yeah. way.
0: I mean, like, if a society was under the idea that for everything to work, it needed we needed to believe in God, then everyone in that society would have God within their best interest. So it sort of built some type of relation mm. to not just friendship groups, but to everybody. No. So, you know, it's just like people that like football are going to hang out with other people that like football because they share some the similar ideas. People that believe in Christianity, they're going to be friends with other Christians because... Similar ideas. Similar different. ideas. But the, the thing is, though... It brought I together.
1: Felt, I thought it's a b- it's good to be friends with other people that play football. Whereas I think when it comes to real religion, it's not that you just believe in the same idea, you believe in the same morals, you believe in the the same way of life, which I think is probably why it was a bit deeper and why it was so successful in terms of a lot of people being religious.
0: But just so we can go over some of the notes, I mean, like chapter seven, verse three to five. We've got Christ that says, And why beholdest though the mote, which is a speck, that is in thy brother's eye, but not considerest the beam in thine own eye? Or how wilt thou say to thy brother, Let me pull out the mote out of thine own eye, and behold, a beam is in thine own eye? Though hypocrite, first cast out the beam in thine own eye, and then shalt see clearly to cast out the mote in thy brother's eye even though that's hard to understand, if you allow it to digest a little bit... Just break it down a little bit. Break it down. Unwrap
1: the packaging a little
0: bit. Yeah. Is that for you to judge another individual for what you can consider to be not right in your idea and you point out that this is what's wrong, then who really has the problem? If their path is set on whatever it is that they want to do... But you are judging them based on whatever you believe to be right. Then who really has the problem? Yeah. Pull out, pull out the idea of what you think to be right, and look at look at them then. Yeah. And go, no, nah, they're not that bad actually. I'm just I'm just being a little bit too yeah. harsh. So I mean, like it just basic behaviours that can help one another in social settings and stuff. Just get by. Just accept that people have ideas and people are going to look at the world a little bit different compared to others. I mean, like like you said, it's if you were to step into my shoes, you probably would eventually just
1: be me. That was my – what was it? I mentioned it in one of the other episodes. It was if I was you, I was born with your genes, grew up in your family household, did what you did, I would grow up to be you. I wouldn't be any different. Yeah. And you shouldn't expect yourself to be any different. Yeah. So, when you look at someone and you go, why are they the way they are? You should be asking yourself, well, if I was to go through the exact same shit as them, would I be the exact same person as them? And the, yeah. the answer is always yes. Yeah. And I think that's the whole thing. And this is it. Like, we're able to point out all these things. And to be fair, I haven't even looked into religion that long. mm like I've looked at it, I've unravelled it because I didn't necessarily agree with it. I was a pretty hard, you know, pretty pretty atheist. Like fuck God, God's dead. Mm. <laughs> Nietzsche's my man. Um, but I spent a bit of time with it, and I was like, well, actually no, there's some good shit in here. Yeah, and that's the whole point. It's the idea that if you take the mysticism away from the reality, you have a good, a good set. Like it's it's a good. It's a good thing to base a community off of in terms of the morals and just the way it goes about teaching. I think it's it's a great book. Do I do I personally agree with the mysticism side of it? No. I think I think it's but the thing is I also think it's needed because I don't think it's as impactful without it. Mm. Because if like I said, with the whole God thing, if you genuinely feel someone is watching you and judging you, you're going to do better. Whereas if you didn't believe God was an actual being, well, then you wouldn't be compelled to do anything in this book. Yeah. So, when, so I've also come to understand why it's there and why you need it to be there. And if it wasn't there, it just wouldn't work. Yeah. Like you need this greater thing. I mean, even for the purpose, to live up to Jesus and God. If you don't believe, then- if you believe they're not they're not real, they, ne- they never existed, well, then you're not going to be as compelled.
0: To give yourself wholeheartedly to Yeah, to, to give
1: it. yourself to it and also be more like them because then it goes from be more like someone who existed and who was made in your image and who you should look up to and looks down on you and appreciates you to try and live up to this list. I'm mm. going to list all the things that he was and you do you, buddy. Um, yeah. But, you know, just try to strive to any one of these yeah i
0: mean like and that's what and that's what jordan peterson says when he they asked him do you believe in god and he said i live my life like i do it's That's not, a that's a great fucking way to put it it's it's, it's not that i mean like he, he's sort of sitting on the fence a little bit here he's saying look at some point mm, but at the same time it probably would be in my best interest to live my life as if it were real, real. yeah, because it is offering something. I mean, like, what I mean, like, I kind of want to break down a little bit on what is actually God. Because if we look at God to be everything, and if we look at something that we just don't quite understand, but we want to understand it, and we begin investigating on what has actually led it to be that thing then everything that you come to understand of that thing that you want to understand has led you closer to god you understand what it is that has that urge of within you to go further into it it's not that it wasn't worth your time it was that you received something out of it the need to know something and you know now yeah and that's and that hole within you has been filled you understand i mean like you're not gonna know everything before you die you're gonna know some things but not everything and we also look at christ as he says throughout i've, I've mainly just gone through the, the the gospel according to matthew and he says things that are within the future and the things that are going to happen but he despite the horrible ending he still continues to do the things that are required in order for him to get to that point in the most righteous way possible despite the bad ending so if we look at the things that haven't happened to us yet that are going to happen without us knowing and we call it within the best interests of god then whatever it is that is going to happen we'd want to have we would want to have it in our best interest to act in the most righteous way possible and carry the right ideas.
1: That almost sounds like, in a way, it's almost like a base of Viktor Frankl's logotherapy. Yeah. It's no, it no longer becomes, why me? It's, try me.
0: Yeah, exactly. And, and that's the thing. I mean, like, if we can just look at whatever is going to happen as something that needs to happen, well, then take up your cross and bear it because whatever's going to happen is going to happen just think about whatever is within that situation on how you want to act if you want to kick and scream go for it but if you want to hold yourself to whatever you can consider to be the best thing or the last thing that you want to be doing in a horrible situation just know that it was within your own best interest
1: to act accordingly and yeah. not go out kicking and screaming. Yeah. Who do you think ends up better off in that situation? Like, <laughs> <laughs> the one who's kicking and screaming or the one that's actually holding themselves, their morals. Exactly. And that's what like it says
0: in Victor, uh, what Victor Frankl says in his book is we have men that made the gas chamber, but then we also have the man that walked up right into it. Yeah. You know, that's that, that's something that is strong we have the horrible thing that man is doing to another to another man but at the same time there's still someone that there's is still willing the man to who, bear their yeah,
1: cross who held themselves together right to the end yeah even in the eyes of certain death yeah they were still able to stand there and go no i am going to take this
0: yeah and it just shows that there's a we no matter what we can make the decision in any given moment we can choose how we wish to act yeah. and if it's in your best interests to act accordingly right to the end then you will do so yeah you will take up your cross you will bear it and know that at the end you did what you thought was right
1: mm. and that's the thing like a lot of people don't have that meaning mm. these days and in a religious society it was handed to you on a silver platter yeah and So, I feel like when we talk about the increase of nihilism and stuff these days, it's because no one hands you that meaning. No one... And it sounds childish, but we are all children at some point. And I feel like probably for almost all people, part of you will always be childish. Mm. So, a lot less people would be nihilistic if they were given... And we're not just talking about a meaning. Like, if you were to take religion, like a proper religious person, like have it embody your life... That meaning is really fucking powerful compared to a lot of other meanings. Like, if my meaning is to live a good life, it's like, well, it's not specific and there's not really any criteria for that. And by the time you hit the littlest little, like the littlest little bit of resistance, you're probably going to fall into the water and drown. Yeah. Whereas when your meaning is to serve, live up to, something so great that it cannot be present on this earth and that the reward for that is living in utter utopia at the end of it. Bro I'm gonna try my fucking hardest. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and like a lot of people I thought about it the other day. Like some people were like, well religion, you know, it's such a commitment. There's all these And for me, like I'm like I look at religion, I'm like, that's that's effort. Mm. Like that's a lot of that's a lot of stuff. But I also think about it as A, it gives you the meaning, but B, religion has a lot of structure. There's things you need to do at certain times. There's places you need to be. There's certain people you need to talk to and all this other stuff. If that's the base structure of your life, do you not think that the rest of your life would start to become a lot more structured around it? Yeah, and be able to take on hard or harsh environments. Or even more tasks because you would be so used to living in a world where- structure and being on time and precision is what is the norm. It's what is required that the rest of your life would just follow suit. So not only have you been given this massive meaning, you've been given the means to follow it and a way to live your life that enables you to best pursue it. It sounds like a pretty good package deal. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. It, it doesn't sound half bad when you take, when you stop talking about it so m- mystically it sounds like a pretty good package. Yeah. And, and it's not that it's easy either. It's yeah, hard fucking and that's work. it. And that was my point. It's like you have all these you have a solid foundation. And this is my point. You have what matters more? The strength of the foundation you build the house on or the strength of the house that you build on that foundation. Because you can build a really strong house on a dog shit foundation, the house will still fall apart. If the foundation goes, the house is useless. Whereas you can build a real shitty house on a solid foundation, and worst case scenario, if that house gets fucking taken off in a hurricane, you've still got the foundation. Mm. You can build another house on a foundation. Yeah. You can't build another foundation on a house. Yeah, it's not how that works. Yeah, and so I think that's the good thing about it. It gives you that foundation. Yeah, and it even mentions what you had just
0: said as well. It it shows that you need to find something strong enough to withstand everything. We got it pretty good. We do have it. We do have it pretty good. We no longer have to worry about looking or hunting for food because we can just go to the shops. We don't have to worry about getting severely sick and eventually dying because we can go to the doctor and get medication. It was within people's best interest to look for solutions where there was problems. And if it was what could be considered as their God, then they were acting accordingly to where it is that they need to get to. So that way the outcome could happen. It's not such a bad thing. Yeah, I mean, if
1: if it's in your best interest to help other people because you see those other people as you or you want to help as many users you can help. So therefore making something more efficient, more effective easier to access it's it's going to be you're going to be fulfilling that purpose yeah
0: yeah and i'm not saying that all religions are good because there well, is
1: religions out there that- the thing is i'm not saying any religion is good mm. That's see i don't think necessarily if you take every religion wholly i don't think any religion is entirely good yeah I think there are good things to find in religion, and that's what I'm saying, to find the reality yeah. within the real religion that you can take and implement into your own life to help build that foundation. Yeah. I think that's where religion nowadays is good, where it can become a little bit murky is where it becomes you envelop the entire religion yeah, and you become completely religious. Now, yes, that makes everything a lot more potent within the religion, but you can't tell me that doing that has zero drawbacks. Yeah. Yeah. And and that's what I mean. I mean, like Christianity has had
0: a lot to offer, especially for the development of the Western world. Yeah. It has prospered far greater than what other religions have prospered. Um, people can say that what the Western world has done is held down other things from reaching its prosperity but we also need to look at whether it's an oppression or it's just oppressed. And the thing is, is that although some religions may offer some types of things for different peoples with, living within that environment, it may not serve
1: with the current situation we're in. Yeah, that's yeah. that was more my point. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, in today's okay. day and age... Yep the religion in developing it as a whole may not be as beneficial Yeah, yeah because yeah. what i'm saying is like if you lived in a time where you had no, and i mean literally nothing then yet religion could be really handy yeah what i'm saying is in today's day and age because we live in a day and age of such prosperity and the situations where we're in i mean they're pretty they're pretty all right like there's yeah. nothing, nothing yeah. crazy going on. We're not having to search for food. <laughs> yeah. My point is, is that I feel like in today's day and age, it's more helpful to take pieces of different yeah. ideas, bring them together to make yeah. a foundation. Whereas I can understand completely why, why taking a religion up wholeheartedly a thousand years ago was a fantastic idea. My point is now that it would probably, and I'm saying probably because the thing is, I don't know. Yeah, I'm not, you know, I'm not fucking Wikipedia. <laughs> Wikipedia yeah. doesn't even know. But my point is, is, I don't know. But I feel personally, and it's my personal opinion, that you'd probably be better off taking aspects mm. of certain religions and ideas and bringing them together. Yeah, for something that works for your current situation or the way you currently feel. Yeah, then it would have a thousand years ago.
0: Yeah, I th- I think. Where we can elaborate on that is that at the time where things weren't as complicated, there was more of us to give to religion Mm. in order to continue thriving.
1: Yeah, Facebook and Instagram and Twitter didn't exist. (laughs) Yeah,
0: Yeah, exactly. So, there wasn't like things that we were having. So, we didn't have to wholly give ourselves to, you know, things like we do now. But what we have created out of striving to do better can no lot can't exist without us so it's not that the system is there because of you being the mechanical thing that's within it but it's there because we hold it up so it doesn't it doesn't we we can get lost in that and there is people that get lost in it and it's quite sad. I find it sad because I too have been lost in it, thinking that this—that all we are is just the system. And we, we, don't ex- we don't exactly need to take religion in wholeheartedly. But like you said about the f- uh, taking pieces and building this solid foundation and understanding that what we have done has made things far more easier than what it would have been, say, a thousand years ago looks far greater than just being... than looking at it from the perspective of you're just another cog in the system. Yeah.
1: And I think also you've got to give religion props where it deserves props. I mean, a lot of, a lot of common day practices, laws, things like that, they all come from a religious base. Yeah. And I would... What I would actually... If I put it this way, would you rather have everyone be super religious and have all the ideas of religion all the ideas that religion has provided up until this day or completely obliterate religion from now and ever being in the past, and I'm talking about all the morals, all the mindsets, all the meaning, delete all of it but still keep the humans, which one do you think would be better off? (laughs) Because I have a feeling it would probably be the religious side. Yeah. Especially when it comes to morals. Yeah. And mindset and having a meaning, yeah. And I'm not saying I want to live in that world. Not God, no. I'd I'd be I'd be charged a heresy. I'd be going straight to hell. I'd be damned. My parents weren't married when I was born. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. I'd yeah. be done for. Yeah. But my point is, is that you need some of that, yeah. And th- today is a perfect where way- where the society we live in is a perfect example. The, every Western society is a perfect example. If you need a bit of that, yeah. Because if you don't. It can go to shit. It's good to understand what it is
0: that we truly are, and what it is that we do need, and not wholeheartedly give ourselves to that thing. Mm. I think it's good to be aware of both things. And I think uh, when I I love the book of Job. The book of Job was really good. Um, is that God considered Job to be His perfect man? He was. He did what was considered right under the eye of God. And when it came to be that death had struck on his children, his body began to open up with scars and all these things. He was in pain. He lost his faith in God. And he started cursing on him, telling all these truths that others would consider to be speaking harshly against God. And when people were saying, you are talking pretty much out of your eyes you need to pull yourself together stop saying these things it wasn't until god came down and said to joe pretty much you are right but you did nothing of it so who can you say why can you say that all these things are just this because of that when you have when you've had no part in actually having it come to what it is now You didn't make the bird learn how to catch the mouse on the floor when it was pitch black. You didn't do this to allow it to get to that. Yeah. I did. And when he looked onto the people that were saying, you are wrong speaking, God turned onto them and said, you have lied against me. And basically it's just like, although what Job was saying was bad, at the same time he was still speaking what could be considered truth. Yeah he investigated out of his own pain and the people that were saying that God does unto those that are willing to give themselves heart wholeheartedly to him, they will be rewarded. So to say, he was, God said unto them, you're liars. You must bear your responsibility still. Yeah. So, I mean, like I like that because Job had one foot in the water and one foot on dry land and he was examining what could be considered truth and what can be observed of God's work, God's work. And because he was aware of both things, he had a greater idea, not just of what it is that can be considered beauty, but also of how it got there, yeah, and why it works for it within its reasons. So within knowing what we are. And what we have come from compared to what we could be we don't have to wholeheartedly give ourselves to that yeah all we have to do is meet in the middle and understand both worlds
1: and just appreciate either side and be like look hey exactly we could be a utopia which or we could be a fucking hellish landscape but we are where we are yeah and it's
0: and it's something it's something yeah exactly I've had fun. Yeah, <laughs> I think that was a
1: good conversation. I think we'll yeah. wrap it up there because yeah. otherwise, this
0: could just go on for fucking hours. Yeah, this is. This, I mean, like, I've only read one of my notes and I've got like
1: <laughs> nine dot points. <laughs> maybe, maybe we'll have to do another episode at some point in the future. Oh, seven dot points. Yeah, that'll that'll wrap it up, guys. Thank you for listening. Remember, chuck us a follow on Instagram and subscribe to the YouTube. Until next time, I'm Josh. I'm Jacob, and we'll see you in the next episode. Catch you later. Bye.